What happens when you spend your time focusing not on the things that you don't want, but on the things that you do want? What happens when you cultivate inside of you a overwhelming sense of well-being? Well, that's what this podcast is about, and that's what I call the self-kindness effect. It's not any one thing, but it is a life of practicing tools and skills that bring you back to an inner sense of well-being, an inner sense of connection, an inner sense of understanding how and where your joy, fulfillment, appreciation, approval, and love comes from. I invite you to come along with me. Let's go together and find out exactly what does it mean to live and experience the self-kindness effect. Hey, hello, and welcome back to the Self-Kindness Effect podcast, and glad to have you with me. You might hear it in my voice a little bit, still have a a pinch of the head cold going. There it is. But uh, glad to be finally in a place where my voice is ready to record a little more because I wanted to share something that uh, came up in the new self-story group um, boy, I can't emphasize enough how just amazing this group is. Uh, the people that are showing up, so courageous in this group, the work that we're doing, all based in this foundation of self-kindness, right? So when we lay that, that groundwork of self-kindness and then create our own self-narrative from that foundation, exciting things happen. So I wanted to share what came up in there, and it has to do with today's title, which is Unconditional Happiness. Uh, A few episodes ago, I was talking about unconditional, and what does that mean to have an experience of something that is unconditional while being a conditional human being, right? I mean, we know the world through conditions. We know the world through contrast, and that's a good thing, and it is a wonderful experience to have it be a yes and experience, knowing that there are conditions in the world, hot, cold, day, night, etc., and that we also can move through those uh, conditional experiences with an unconditional witnessing presence. Um, that, I believe, for me, and we'll just put it out there, is the reason why we even are here. I believe as our human journey, we are here to uh, learn how to reconnect in such a way back to that unconditional that we live from that unconditional while being a human that has uh, conditions and celebrating that. And for me, that sounds like always asking the question, how can I expand more and more here in a, an attitude of love and I've always been curious maybe since I was a little little uh, guy to uh, really understand what is unconditional love so today we're going to unpack a little bit of this idea of unconditional happiness this comes up so often when I am coaching clients on self-kindness because a big reason for something that doesn't look like self-kindness, which is self-beat-up or uh, you know, negative self-talk, all of those things that could eventually lead to just having a feeling of you know, just not at ease, 
whether it's you just kind of feel more frustrated and angry more of the time, or even if you are moving into more of hopeless or depressed uh, feeling more of the time, this comes from that place of putting conditions on whether or not it's okay for you to feel something akin to happiness, something like joy, something like ease, something like peace or groundedness or connectedness. And it became really evident when I started to ask uh, a question of my clients, which was something like, what would it feel like to allow more good to come into your experience right now? Or what would it feel like to let yourself feel a little bit better? And here were their responses and see what comes up for you. When I asked a client who, you know, they were working on getting a new job, um, they were finishing up school, uh, you know, they had gone back to school, finishing up like a doctorate program, um, you know, kids, all the stuff, right? Family. And when I said, what would it feel like to allow yourself to feel good while all of this is unfolding? Their response was something like, that's not okay right now like it's not acceptable and that is conditional speaking that happiness is in uh, relationship to what is happening in our world and the same thing about when I asked another client who has having as a parent a lot of uh, challenging moments with their child and I said, well, what would it feel like to let yourself feel a little bit better, even in those challenging moments? And they said something, again, to the extent of, well, that doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel um, like it's possible. That doesn't feel appropriate. Now, there's a whole bunch of podcasts we can do around how we learned those uh, you know, conditions. But what I want to speak to today is how do you get back in touch in those moments with a ability to connect to something that is unconditional? A feeling is, it is an energy vibration inside of us. And we might mentally tell ourselves that it is based upon the condition. But here's the twist. Here's the rub. Have you ever felt an emotion that wasn't directly, you know, in like related a direct correlation between the experience that you were having and the emotion that you were having? And you might have to look a little bit, but I know that every single one of us has. Your answer could be yes. And that could be a moment when things and conditions seemed really, really good and you were feeling you know, a sense of worry, anxiousness, and fear, etc. That's usually what we are more familiar with. And sometimes you may have had that experience where it's almost inexplicable. You can't really explain it, but you feel all right, even with the circumstances maybe not looking so great, right? Um, it could have been an instance maybe where your car broke down on the side of the highway and yet still you felt okay in that moment. You weren't worried. You weren't uh, having an experience of uh, anxiety. Or 
you know, maybe it was that a time of month where you needed to pay some bills and you looked and it just seemed like the money wasn't there. And yet you were still able to access a part of you that's like, but you know what? It's going to be okay. It's going to work out. Now, those are the moments that I want us to focus on more and more to make those moments, the second two examples, more possible in your life, more accessible in your life. Because all of the science is showing neuroscience, behavioral science, it's all showing that we have way more control over how we focus in any given moment. And it is our ability to focus that is responsible for how we experience the moment, how we experience the situation. So unconditional happiness <clears throat> is just a placeholder for the reminder that it is possible in any moment for you to feel a little bit better. Now, how do we do that? Now we're going to get back to the self-story group call that we had last night, our live weekly calls that happen. Um, for anybody who's a member, you can hop on and, you, and they're all recorded. You can listen back. So I'm loving, loving getting to work with this group. But what came up was the idea of uh, using different tools and this one particular tool that you probably have heard me talk about in the past which is self-inquiry using self-inquiry to help us um, get to access that in a real time way of what does it feel like to be in a situation and have access to that unconditional part of that moment right so when we were meeting and talking, we started using this tool last night for a given situation that had a little bit of rub. So every member on the call last night was invited to find a moment that had a little bit of rub and to write out some of the thoughts around what that was. You know, whether it was a frustrating interaction you had with a spouse or whether it was, um, you know, feeling confused or angry over uh, a situation uh, in life, whatever it was, we collect those thoughts. Now, that is the beginning of understanding and being self-aware, right? That is all mindfulness is, is watching the emotions that we're having, experiencing them, and watching the thoughts that travel uh, at the same time through our head over and over and over and over again. So as we did this, we started to explore, you know, one of the questions that we ask around these thoughts once we get them is, is it true? Can you absolutely know it's true? The question itself just helps to spark and create a little bit of space around that situation. So in this particular case, the member was talking about an interaction that they were having with their spouse and something that they were doing. And it was kind of the thing that made this person, you know, roll their eyes and just feel like, ah, oh, you know, it's, it's so frustrating, right? And so is it true? Is, can you absolutely know it's true? And that experience there, they were saying, yeah, 
yeah, it feels true. Then we explored a little bit of just getting to know how they reacted in that moment when that situation was happening and that thought was running through their head of what they were doing was so frustrating. And they got to witness how they responded to that condition. So that's, again, why I call this podcast itself Kindness Effect, because we want to understand cause and effect in our lives so we don't feel like a victim to life, so we don't feel that we are unempowered in life. Uh, When you witness and see that your whole response in that situation is connected to a thought, then the next question becomes incredibly powerful. And that next question is, who would you be in that same situation, but for a moment without the thought that what they were doing was so frustrating? That moment, that pause, and how it was received on the call last night uh, became such a revelation. So the member on the call said that without the thought, it's like they can see that situation and it's less fraught. They can see that situation and it just seems lighter. It just seems like a happening, you know, less attachment. And then they said something that was so revealing and that was that but they didn't quite know what that meant. Like, where were they in that situation? If they don't have their, you know, that heavy story, are they even there? Like, what's going on? And that was so revealing because it is showing all of us, and see if you can just follow this, it's showing all of us that we are so attached to this idea that we have to keep on telling our narrative in order for us to be able to even exist in this world. And I'll say it another way. It's like when we ask the question, who would we be in a situation without that heavy negative thought going on, or if we extended the the heavy negative story, who would you be? It's like, we may not even know because we are so used to having a condition bringing, coming into every moment. And so if you follow that, what that means is we are the ones that bring the condition into the moment, not the moment bringing it to us. Said again, we, you, are the one that brings the condition into the moment. The moment doesn't bring it to you. That is a game changer in the world of cause and effect in your life. Because who would you be without that story? Who would you be without that negative uh, aspect? Who would you be without the feeling that it's not okay for me to feel happy right now. Like if you just drop that for a moment, it doesn't mean that you automatically jump to happy and yippy skippy. But like my client who was doing the work and is in a doctoral program and looking for a job, you can do all of that 
and have a feeling of maybe even neutral is better than feeling negative, heavy, worry, anxiety. Same thing with my uh, client who is having these challenges with their child. Instead of feeling fraught with worry for their child, who would they be in that moment without the thought? They're just present with their child. And they are maybe more open to hearing what their child's saying. Maybe they are more willing to just connect with their child. And seeing that in that moment, connecting with their child is so much more important than being right and trying to show their child that what they're saying needs to, uh, you know, that they need to be right, essentially. That they need to whatever, get off their device. They need to do something with their life. (laughs) You know, whatever is the thing that as a parent, we're trying to get our children to do. What I have found again and again with this idea of bringing ourselves to who would we be right in this moment without the negative thought and story is always we are lighter. Always we are just more present. And all of that leads to us making a different decision, taking a different action step. And that is the power of connecting ourselves back to something that is what we might call unconditional. When we connect to the unconditional in the moment, then we act differently in the condition, which is our lives. Imagine what that would feel like again and again throughout your day if you were bringing yourself back to that space of witnessing and connecting to the just beautiful, grounded presence that you always are. It's always there and our only job is to bring ourselves back to it again and again and again and it's so easy to live from that space that's why kids are just so free in how they live it's why you know babies can just you know be laughing one moment and then crying the next moment it's why the animals of the planet are just like they're just fully them like it's just so easy it's who you are it's your true nature The only thing that gets in the way for humans is this lovely little uh, narrative. It's about a peanut-sized thing in our brain that is constantly saying, this is who you are, this is what you're capable of, this is, this is, that, 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 and it names the conditions. And we don't want to get rid of that. What we want to do is we want to understand that it is doing that, and then... Once we understand that, once we meet that, once we allow that, once we accept that, and we accept that with a sense of grace and compassion, and then even excitement and empowerment, then we get into what this group (laughs) that I keep talking about, the self-story group gets into, which is then we get deliberate about helping the little peanut cells that are, are telling us our condition of who we are then we get deliberate about going in there and rewriting the narrative. Then you get to write the narrative the way that you want to hear it, that you are capable, that you are 
able to do that dream that you are uh, willing, you are, you can handle it, that all of you makes sense. Whatever the narrative is that you want, you get to then plug it in. But we can't plug it in until we take a look at what is already there and allow that to be deactivated, essentially. And then we activate and focus on the things that we do want for ourselves. So I would love to hear how this works for you. I always so appreciate the feedback that I get um, for those of you that do take the time to reach out and say, hey, you know what, this worked for me or it didn't work for me. And you can always find me on the socials at self-kindness with Pete is the handle on Instagram. I think it's just Pete Sibley over at Facebook. Uh, but wherever you find me, go ahead and message me. Let me know what you think or go down to the show notes here and click on some of the links down there. There is the link for the brand new self-story program. I cannot recommend this program enough. This is the ground floor if you are listening to this uh, podcast as it comes out to get in on this. We've only had three live calls so far and we are already blowing our minds. I can't wait to see where this group goes. In that group, there's the live calls, there's the private podcast, there is the uh, client portal, there's a private Facebook group, and there is a, there, there's so much more I'm forgetting on my head, off the top of my head. And if the group work seems challenging for you, one-on-one -on -one coaching is an ultimate game changer. There's no perfect time. There is only this moment. There is only this moment for you to say, okay, now I'm going to make that change. Now I am going to step into this newness that I want to, I so know is available. And one-on-one -on -one coaching is a powerful way to do that. The group program is also a powerful way to do that. Either way, I invite you to go down, check out those links, and you can sign up for the self-kindness newsletter that will keep you posted on all of the work that uh, I am doing. Also have some live workshops that are going to be coming up, uh, live in-person workshops uh, in Central California, and some live online workshops. So keep an eye out for all of those. Okay, my friends, I love you unconditionally. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.